Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today, we spoke to Dr. Graham Barnett, CEO and Managing Director of Couponics Limited, an algae omega-3 producing company based in Australia, working together with Blue Mountain Capital. Graham has a background in microbiology with vast experience from the industry, which led him to Couponics and looking into algae as a new source of omega-3. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu, I'm joined by Karen Erickson on the Eden Exchange team. Hi everyone. Today we're joined by Dr. Graham Barnett, who's the CEO and Managing Director of Couponics Limited. The production of algae omega-3 by Couponics is sustainable and drought-proof, plus the company will be a negative carbon dioxide producer. The company's omega-3 products will be Australian-made and suitable for vegetarians, vegans and the broader community. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Graham. Oh, thank you so much for asking me. Firstly, Graham, can you tell us a little bit about the spark that ignited Couponics and what's your background and experience that helped create that spark? Well, I guess my background and experience, uh, by training, I'm a medical microbiologist. I started my training back in New Zealand uh, many decades ago. Lived in Australia for over 40 years now and uh, started my work in Australia as a medical microbiologist in Sydney, then moved to Newcastle, because as you can imagine, uh, a Kiwi living in Sydney, it's a bit overwhelming. (laughs) So we moved to Newcastle, a much smaller, more livable city, had uh, four children there. Did my PhD at the medical school in Newcastle. I was one of the first PhD graduates there and ultimately became a scientific director of virology within the Hunter Area Pathology Service. So I became a medical virologist. And after about six years of that, I had a strong um, desire to get into biotechnology. And um, I was recruited into a company called uh, PanBio here in Brisbane at the end of 1996. And I stayed there for nearly six years. Um, learning the craft of being a senior executive in a company that listed on the ASX during my tenure. So that was fantastic training and experience for the biotechnology industry. PanBio was focused on medical diagnostic product development, so I fitted in very well. On leaving PanBio, I was co-founder and CEO of a company called Biochip Innovations. Um, we'd moved into DNA diagnostics for infectious diseases. So again, my microbiology background fitted in very nicely. In 2008, um, like most small biotech companies in Australia, we ran out of funding and uh, we had to ultimately fold the company. I, together with uh, one of the investors in um, Biochip Innovation Days, uh, moved to look at uh, developing a company, strangely enough, focused on aquaponics you know, the combination of fish farming with um, hydroponic type farming. And that evolved into a realization that there wasn't a lot of profit margin in that, uh, that business, a lot of, a lot of capital expenditure, but ultimately low profit margins selling to supermarkets and so on. Uh, We realized that we had to, I had to apply my biotechnology knowledge and experience to develop uh, a model with a much greater ultimate profit margin in the future. So we moved to combining algae farming with fish farming, where the effluent of fish farming fertilized the growth of algae and um, a number of aquaculture, aquaponic type companies were interested in us 
partnering with them. But eventually we realized that um, we didn't actually need the fish farming component of that and we could focus entirely on algae culture, uh, algae farming. Um, can you explain a little bit more what Cuponics do? Um, can you explain maybe the term algae farming a little bit more in depth? Uh, algae farming is the um, ultimately the large-scale farming of algae through one technology or another to produce algae from which you can extract high-value products, um, such as, in our case, omega-3 and with a byproduct of high-protein uh, residual biomass. So specifically, what does uh, Cuponics do? Uh, well, we, we have a small um, pilot farm that we've been working with uh, our colleagues at the University of Queensland. They built and started operations of that back in 2014-15. By 2016, they started growing nanochloropsis uh, for omega-3, which was our focus. At that point, we realised that our future lay in uh, developing the large-scale outdoor raceway algae pond as our primary production method. So we're focused on that now. All right. And, and can you explain a little bit maybe the difference between omega-3 that you've sourced from marine life, such as fish, and omega-3 that you've sourced from algae? Is there any significant difference in the two products, or are they fairly similar? Uh, I like to say that there really is little or no difference. I mean, there are subtle differences, and most of those differences actually um, occur through the way that the product is uh, refined. Um, but the omega-3 from fish, from um, other forms of marine animals, from algae, um, they have a functional equivalence to each other. So the EPA or DHA from fish or calamari or krill have a functional equivalence to the omega-3s present in algae because those animals ultimately get their omega-3 from eating algae or eating other animals that eat algae. And where, where's your main market now? So... Where's the greatest demand being generated from? Um, we're focused at the moment on EPA omega-3 from uh, a species of algae called nanochloropsis. So the market, the primary market is, is really is global, North America, Europe, and increasingly Asia. Asia will ultimately be the biggest market for omega-3 in the world, primarily because of the developing middle-class population in China, which should be no surprise. So we're focused really on the Asia-Pacific market. And what's the response been like to date? Uh, the response is very good. Um, since we um, announced our um, new arrangement with Blue Mount Capital only, only about three weeks ago, thereabouts, um, we've had a number of buyers expressing interest. And in fact, over the past several years, it's very rare if over a, within a month you don't get two or perhaps even three inquiries to be able to purchase um, EPA omega-3 from algae. So we are very much of the opinion on our own personal experience that um, demand vastly uh, outstrips supply at this time and will do into the future. Can you also tell us a little bit more about the area you're working in for the algae farming? Why certain areas are better than others in Australia? And are you also looking at international farming? Sure. Uh, ge geographic area is actually very important. Not for, for outdoor, outdoor raceway pond farming, it is critically important. If you are focused on the use of closed bioreactor systems, you can put these in a glasshouse or in a warehouse and use artificial lighting such as LEDs but that's a much more expensive way to do it. 
countries such as Northern Europe and uh, Canada and so on, countries with very cold winters um, are forced to do it that way. But in Australia, we've got the benefit of a number of areas that I call uh, the Goldilocks zone for outdoor algae farming using um, and the three critical things that we, we look for. Firstly, reasonable proximity to the academic experts in the field, in our case, University of Queensland. Um, so you've got to be close to technical expertise. Um, secondly, climate is vitally important. And lastly, you need affordable flat land with easy access to, in our case, we need um, uh, salty water that's not too salty and not too fresh. So you need um, a tidal river water of the appropriate uh, quality to be able to farm the algae. Those sort of areas are relatively uncommon, even in Australia, but certainly uncommon around the world. Can you tell us a little bit about your, your management team and your board in place uh, and what type of strengths and alliances are they bring to the table and any sort of opportunities that they're creating as well? So it's important to have a lean and mean and uh, qualified and experienced uh, board and management team. So I've explained uh, my experience and um, qualifications, but our chief financial officer, Peter, Mr. Peter Wetzig, is a, both a corporate lawyer and, a, and an active chartered accountant. So those, you know, so you need some legal skills and you need uh, very strong um, accounting skills. And uh, you also need other people on the board and um, with, with a vast experience in the general field of the company. And um, our non-executive director is a gentleman named uh, Jeff Wilson, a retired agribusiness journalist with a wealth of information, wealth of knowledge and experience that we can draw on as needed. Technical expertise, I mean, I'm, I'm a microbiologist, but I don't claim to be a specialist algae scientist. We access that by having partnered with the University of Queensland, uh, Professor Pierre Schenk's department. He's one of the co-founders and first shareholders of the company. And um, so we access him and the 20-odd people and students and postgrads and postdocs that work in his department. Um, so that gives us the collection, uh, the collective of people that we need to be able to do what we're doing. All right. And what would you say makes you different from similar companies on the market? And why is it a good time to be servicing the omega-3 industry right now? I think it's a very good time because, as I said earlier, the demand for um, algae omega-3 outstrips the supply, particularly in the higher quality area where you know countries like Australia and North America, increasingly in China and Europe, they demand a very high quality product. Um, so, you know, we, we are looking at the higher end, uh, obviously the higher end of the market, um, but all of the market really is uh, quite valuable because a recent report we read, um, the average price globally is well over $200 US per kilo of EPA omega-3 oil. So, um, you know, there are the demand being so great, and the supply being um, constrained at the moment. We're not particularly worried about any, any one company um, saturating the market anytime soon. Um, but what differentiates us, I think, is, is that we, we, because of our excellent climate here and we, because of that, we will be comfortably able to produce 12 months of the year. Um, where some of our major competitors operate out of, say, northern Texas, for example, 
um, which tends to have uh, much colder winters and um, the weather can be very, very destructive, as you can imagine, uh, with tornadoes and hurricanes and the like causing havoc. Um, whereas in this, in this part of the world, particularly in northern New South Wales, where we're going to build our first large-scale commercial farm, we're not generally exposed to adverse weather. We've got warm winters, summers on the coast are, are not overly hot and uh, so we can produce at a very high level of productivity 12 months of the year. Great. Now, you mentioned earlier you're doing you know, some work with the team at Blue Mount Capital. Yes. Um, what, what are now your strategic goals for the company, say, in the next three months as well as uh, in a year from now? Uh, the immediate goal is we have begun upgrade, uh, a significant upgrade uh, of the pilot farm at uh, Pinjara Hills on University of Queensland land in Brisbane. Um, we're converting it into a small-scale commercial operation with small-scale versions, uh, so the same types of processing equipment that we, we will have on our large-scale farm. And we'll have that operating by February, March next year. We're spending um, upwards of a million dollars on that um, upgrade, um, and we've been fortunate enough in having a cooperative research centre project grant that's currently um, assisting us with that funding. We, we think that the progress is going very well. We should have the, our um, one-quarter scale sized production pond uh, completed before Christmas and um, the automated equipment for harvesting the algae should be installed and functioning by mid-February next year. So it's very exciting. And do you see any potential future challenges or, or sort of speed bumps in the industry um, if you look at it from years ahead? Or Of course. I mean, there are, there are always competitors. Um, there are some 15 or more other companies in the world producing EPA omega-3 from algae. We don't, I mean, obviously, four or five years from now, we will have diversified into a number of other products because the land we're looking to acquire in, uh, in the Ballina, New South Wales area, is 167 hectares. That's a lot of algae farming. So um, our first goal is to get the farm up to more than 10 hectares by, uh, 2000, by 2020 and uh, 2021 so we're we're looking at uh, producing a significant amount of EPA omega-3 uh, by then and um, I, I would fully expect that we will be planning and implementing the production of other strains of algae for different types of products by that time. All right great and finally you know what's the best thing about what you're doing now it's a very exciting field you're you're entering and expanding it I mean, what's driving you to do what you're doing? Um, there, is, there are several things which I think are worth mentioning. Uh, firstly, we, uh, right from the get-go, we uh, have structured our business to be sustainable, um, to be not producing um, huge amounts of waste products that have to be disposed of. Once when we produce the omega-3 and extract the omega-3 from oil, the residual high-protein biomass has value as an animal feed for cattle, for fish, um, even in the future we expect as a human food ingredient because it's a very high protein vegetarian product um, and all of which is produced sustainably. We also expect to be a negative carbon dioxide emitter 
for every kilogram of algae we produce, more than two kilograms of carbon dioxide are required to feed the algae. So we will be sequestering a lot more carbon dioxide than we can ever produce. Um, and the other thing uh, worth mentioning is, and because we're using tidal river water and we're using very little fresh water other than drinking water, uh, I would describe our operation as being drought proof into the future, which is obviously a good thing to be in Australia as a emerging new agri-tech, agri-business. Thanks a lot, Graeme. Look, we do recommend anyone interested to get in touch with Blue Mount Capital in Brisbane to find out some more about the company and, and hear a lot more about the story. Uh, look, we're really um, we're grateful you came on today to explain the couponics journey and we want to have you on board again soon just to give the market an update on how you're travelling. Certainly, yes. And it's been a pleasure again, Graham. As you say, the Blue Mount will be putting regular updates, so we keep producing updates on our Twitter page, the occasional photograph of what's happening. So that's worth looking at too. Fantastic. Thank, Thank you, Graham. Thank you, Graham. Thank you very much. Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to the CEO and Managing Director of Couponics Limited, Dr. Graham Barnett. For more information about Couponics or to listen to any other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to our networking website, businessbyinvest.com. You can also subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitchers if you're using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram for recent info on the buying, selling, and investing world. Thanks for listening.